Providing agents and investors nationwide. Today is Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020, and this is role play call number 58. We do have two in the queue. Uh, we've got a full hour today to spend with you, so don't be shy. You can be the agent, you can be the investor, or you can uh, be the difficult customer. Uh, but the purpose of this is to role play with one of our coaches and uh, that's what we're here for. So please jump in the queue, hit star six, and then hit one. And right now we only have two in there. First up this week is phone number ending in 1855. You're up first. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing great. Hey. How about you? Hey, man. I'm doing pretty well. Um, so, yeah, I'm calling to do a role play. Uh, I did one with Bruce uh, about last week ago. Um, yeah. I want to be the agent. Okay, great. Awesome. You did a good job on the role play uh, last week, too. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, I just uh, want to give it another go, see if uh, see if I have some improvement in here. Okay. You good to do another one with me? Yeah, that was totally okay with me. All right. Good deal. It's Dan, right? Is this Dan? I'm sorry? Uh, I, I'm sorry. Is it is it Dan? I, I, I think I recognize yeah, yeah. your voice. Yes, Dan. Yeah, All right. Yeah, Danny, Daniel. Yep. All right. Uh, All right. Well, I guess we can get go ahead and – okay, so ring, ring. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach Bruce. Um, yeah, this is Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Uh, I'm glad I could reach you, man. My name is Daniel. Uh, listen, do you have uh, about, like, 10 minutes to talk, man? Um, kind of, kind of run into an appointment here in a couple of minutes, but yeah, yeah. What's going on? Of course, Bruce. Listen, I won't take up too much of your time. Listen, I'm calling you because I have a team here local to San Antonio, and what we do is we help families that are going through probate. Um, and what we do is we work with your attorney and the family to help slide you through this probate process, you know, in, a, in the most like less stressful way as possible. Um, and what I'm doing, man, is I'm trying to reach out, you know, as early as possible because I like to get in contact with the families. Um, that way I can help them get proactive in the probate process because the last thing I want for a family is to be sitting around and uh, basically uh, not being proactive and and, uh, and not getting things done that, you know, that could be getting done in a, in a basically fast manner. So what we do for families is we help them in the non-legal aspect of uh, the of probate process. So that could that could be a, a number of different things. But uh, Bruce, if you don't mind me asking, so I have a better understanding of your situation. You know, is there anything that uh, you feel like you know is stressing you out during this time right now, or uh, you know you wish you could delegate to someone else, man? Uh, I I I don't know. I don't know. I mean. You you said you were working with my attorney. He didn't tell me you were going to call. Of course, yeah, and and so I, I understand that. So we work with a lot of the probate attorneys uh, here, local in San Antonio. Um, and what what we do is uh, we reach out to our county clerks 
office each month, and she basically provides us with a list of families that are going through probate. And what I do is, I, and I, I reach out to the, uh, those family members. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's why I'm calling you. So I didn't uh, reach out to your attorney first, and that's why I'm saying I I reach out earlier. That way, they don't have to like reach out to us to come and help you. If that makes sense, please. Um, but I understand you saying you feel like you know you don't know right now, but you know if you don't mind me asking, you know, like do you feel like you have anything handled as of this moment? You know, like where where do you find yourself? And that way, I can like better evaluate, you know, what I can do for you, Bruce. I mean, yeah, uh, my sister and my niece they they're helping me out. Um, so, I mean, at this point, we're probably pretty good. But I'll I tell you, um, maybe it changes later. I see. What do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Do they uh, tend to drop out on you? Are they not reliable? Or can you explain on that? Oh, no, they're, they're reliable. We, we're just cleaning up over at the house right now. We had decided what we're going to do yet. I, I think we, I think we kind of got things taken care of so far. They're, they're just cleaning up, getting, getting some of the, some of the stuff out of the house. We don't okay. know what we're going to do, though. I see, I see. Well, Bruce, let, let, let me go ahead and, and give you, like, a brief uh, explanation of, of uh, some of the things we do for the families here. So, you know, our, our job here is to be, be that middleman that comes in and basically provides you with the utmost value. That way you don't have to do a lot of the burdening tasks that comes with being an executor, right? And, and uh, I'm glad to hear that you have, you know, relatives and family members that are helping you out because uh, lots, lots of times it can be just uh, solely on the executor to, to handle everything. But what that can be, man, is, uh, you know, families struggle with getting, you know, an estate sale set up, and in which case we do have uh, partners that can uh, help families get that done and, you know, maximize the most profits out of that. Uh, one of the other biggest things that families may run into is uh, figuring out what they want to do with the real estate. You know, sometimes um, families want to move into the property. Uh, I actually just uh, spoke to a woman uh, yesterday that she, she was looking to, she's trying to rent it out. You know, that, that's a, you know, possible avenue to take. Or, you know, oftentimes in most cases, Bruce, they're just looking to sell the property. And sometimes families are looking to, you know, sell it immediately so that way they don't have to be burdened with it anymore. Or, you know, other times they're looking to sell it, you know, get the top dollar out of it, you know, they want they want the, the most out of it. Um, in which case, those are all, thing, you know, areas that we specialize in. Um, we do have investors that can get you set up, um, you know, in, in either avenue that you are looking to take here. But I know you are also telling me that, um, your your relatives are helping you get it cleaned out. You know, has the has the home been uh, vacant? Yeah. For how long, Bruce? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, uh, it's been vacant since Dad went in a nursing home about a year ago. A year ago, I understand. All right. Well, listen, Bruce. Here's the other thing. You know about that too. Um, just you know, for the safety, uh, you know of. Uh, you know that house and if you know everything in there um, I don't know if you do know but most home uh, homeowners insurance don't cover uh, vacant insurance and what vacant oh, we're covered we, we have insurance of course do you have now do you have vacant insurance though do you know what that is hey. um, no I mean I have a this policy is, this is uh this is separate from homeowners insurance I mean don't worry I mean it's 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 uh 
not most people know what this is because most people don't have to run into uh, ever needing vacant insurance, but what this is, Bruce, is um, what it does is allows the house to be protected if someone were to come in and, like, steal from anything that's inside the house, uh, vandalize anything that's inside the house, it would be basically covered under, you know, vacant insurance because uh, home, regular homeowners insurance will not cover that. Um, I would just so uh, recommend... I, I do not, sir. No. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you guys, you know, protected, you know, and safe in all, in all your aspects here. You know, I'm, I'm looking to make sure you guys, you know, I have your back through this whole this whole way. Well, you, um, you said uh, you said it, Daniel, right? You said Daniel. Yes, sir. Um, yes, what, sir. What? I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure. Sure, I'm following what it is that you do. Of course. So I'll uh, I'll break it again a little a smaller, more briefly. So think about it like this. You, you pay your attorney to handle the legal aspect of your probate process, right? That's, you know, everything that has to be all the paperwork, everything that has to do with the court, et cetera, like that. And that's going to make up, like, 20% of your probate process. And what we do is we handle that other, like, 80% of non-legal work that's then thrusted upon you to do, right? So that could be, like I was saying before, getting a, a state cell set up. Um, getting your real estate, getting the real estate sorted. Um, make, if you, you needed a lawn care done for the, uh, for the vacant house, you know, that way it's well kept. Uh, we can get you connected with, uh, with, um, landscaping companies, you know, if need be. It's, what we do is we basically come in and we take the respons responsibilities off your shoulders. Well you know, let uh, me let me ask you a question real quick. How, how much how much do you charge for that? Because I mean, I think we I think we got a lot of that stuff covered. But, but yeah, depends how much of, you charge. Of course, of course, Bruce. So listen, we don't charge anything up front. Everything that we do is going to be on the back end. We're like, right, know, but now how much do you charge? It's a, it's a very small percent, man. It's about like ten to fifteen percent, you know, on the back end. Um, we we don't charge a lot. Often, you know, honestly, our work can be done, you know, for cheap to little to nothing. You know, it just depends on, you know, the family. You know, what we can do and provide service to them. You know, I'm I'm here to be an outlet for you to utilize my resources, Bruce. Hmm. Okay. Well, well I mean, listen, there's not that much more. Go ahead. Listen, Bruce, I don't want to keep taking up too much time. Um, I, I know I did tell you, I, I, you know, we can only have about 10 minutes. What I wanted to make this call about was just so you can understand who I am and how I can be here for you, you know, how I can, you know, you can utilize my resources so that way I can help you. Um, and I know that you did tell me as well that you have families, you know, your family helping you out, which, uh, you know, is fantastic, man. Um, I don't want to keep taking up too much of your time. But if you are interested in, you know, everything I've had to say to you, um, I would love to get to talk to you more. You know, you can go a little more in depth. You can even bring in your uh, the family members that are helping you out. That way, you know, we can have everyone on the call. You know, we can, you know, discuss and go over options in which we can help you out and, and provide value for you, man. You know, there's a uh, next Saturday or this Saturday coming up. Work for you at one o'clock or uh, a Monday at two. Yeah, you can give me a call next Saturday's fine. Next Saturday, or would there be anything, you know, for any reason uh, that you wouldn't be able to make that call on that Saturday, man? Or do you feel like you'll be pretty clear? Um, no, I, I think I can make it. Okay, perfect. I'll go ahead and pencil in now for that, Bruce. And uh, I'll be looking forward to speaking with you soon, okay? Uh, okay, Daniel, thanks.
Thank you very much. All right, let's break. All right, break. Um, well, I, I, <laughs> go ahead. Tell me what you thought. Yeah, I, I, it, you know, I, I felt better coming along towards the end there. I felt like uh, I was getting out what the thoughts that were coming in my head. But there in the beginning there, uh, I actually never really slip up there mentally. So, and I definitely felt myself fumble greatly. And so, like, trying to recover from that was very awkward for me. But, um, yeah, that's my my take there. I feel like uh, I goofed. <laughs> what do you feel like you tried to recover from? Was it a specific moment? Yeah, it definitely was. Um, when I was talking, I I usually it's it's a very felt moment for me. And I and I, that's why I'm saying I don't really slip up. It's like when I'm when I was calling and I'm like, hey, you know, I reach out earlier. You know, I I want to help the family get proactive, and you know, I, I sincerely mean it. So like for me to be able to like <laughs> slip up there and like fumble over all of my words there, and like mm-hmm. that whole like next sentence to follow was uh, I, I definitely goofed right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. Um have you uh, tightened down that uh, that USP, that intro, a little bit more? Um, it did okay. feel a little bit long to me. And honestly, okay. I don't know if you could hear this, um, but I started kind of giving verbal cues that you were going a little bit long. So I started sighing. I don't know if it came across on the on the on the phone or not. But um, so going a little bit long. So as you tighten that down, um, one of the things that I like to do is provide. Uh, quickly, three, two, uh, let's, let's call it two to three areas. I have three areas that um, I notice that families, many families struggle with. And right. then I tell them what it means to them in tangible terms. So, you know, um, families struggle with um, repairs and maintenance. Sometimes, uh, sometimes the house that they've just inherited has plumbing leaks, gutter issues, um, it could uh, it, it could sometimes have two feet of grass, and uh, what that means to you is you're spending time that you probably either didn't have or would prefer to spend with your own family, just taking care of a house. Mm-hmm. And so I'll I'll mention about three of those in the intro, and then kind of give them an opportunity if if some of that sounds familiar, um, I could tell you a few of the ways that I can help out. Right. Okay. So. Wanting to get a little bit more concise in that intro is going to be um, it's going to be important for you. Uh, get it get it okay. down. Uh, I wasn't timing it, but it felt like it might have been at least a minute and a half. I'd try to get it under a minute to start. Under a minute, right, right? You'll 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 get more clarity and can probably boil it down to even less than that. Um, other thing is pick up on some of those cues. If somebody is really short with you, you want to try to match them and be short back, okay? So make statements followed by quick questions. Um, Get them, kind of get in sync with them as much as possible with their tonality, with the, uh, whether they're talkative, whether they're short, whether they're right in the middle, kind of what what we call blah. Um, Mm -hmm. So try to sync up. Uh, By the way, I know that you've been practicing that because the last time I was really blah with you on the phone, and I could tell that you were trying to match me me better, and you did a lot better job this time as well. Um, Thank you. Jim, Chad, do you guys guys have anything to throw in? My feedback is 
pretty much exactly the same as yours. Like it was apparent in the beginning you weren't really confident and you were you were just filling time. And I didn't set a timer either, but it was probably two minutes before you gave Bruce a chance to talk. So what I really want you to focus on is getting, even if it's just a tiny affirmation, just get a yes or a that's right along the way to break that up. Because it felt like you were talking at Bruce, not talking with Bruce. Um, the gotcha. other thing I want you to, I want you to, after this call, really sit down and focus on, and I think it was last month I recommended somebody do this. So in, in, just pull up a fresh Excel sheet, and in column A, put what problems could they have. And I mean exhaust your imagination, anything you can imagine. And then in the column B, what solutions could, can, do I have? And then start, just start to feel their problems. And it's an empathy exercise, right? Like it's going to just, and I, when I say completely exhaust, I mean there should be 100, 150 problems there. So fighting with siblings, like, and, and it'll just help you prepare your mind for things you haven't heard yet, and it'll make you aware of things that you might be able to stir up. And it's don't ever stir up pain unless you are the solution. It's kind of my, my policy. but. How, how likely do you think that a family member during COVID, with, with everybody having busy lives, how likely do you think it is that person's going to show up when they're supposed to and work as hard as they think that they are to get the house cleaned out? That's a really you ever, you ever done, you ever done projects with your family? So that, that was one chink in the armor that I saw early on where you could you could use kind of feel, felt, found. Listen, I understand how you feel. I mean, a lot of people have felt the same way, but family didn't show up. Family, you know, had a someone had a, a blister on their finger, and it took three, four, five weekends to even get the stuff organized, and they still didn't know when the sale was. And then we, we you know, oftentimes we step into those situations, and we can handle it in a matter of days. So you stir that pain up of, you know what, you're probably wasting your time and your family's time when there's somebody here that will do it for you. And that we can achieve that result in a fraction of the time and with none of the stress. So just really getting into an empathetic mindset about what their problems are will help you spot those in conversations. And any time a conversation is kind of dragging along like that and Bruce is sighing, Decide that he, it was subtle, but you should have picked up on it because I did hear it. And what that should say to you is, I'm not in rapport. This guy's this guy's not listening to me. If he like he's he's hearing, he might be hearing me, but he's not listening. And that's where you stir up a problem, ask a question, be the solution, and just look for those little chinks in his armor because that's all you need to get engagement. And once you've got him on the hook with a no trespassing sign, a vacant insurance policy, uh, you know, the, the clean out, uh, personal property valuation. Like if you, you know, well, do you guys know what the property's worth? Have you thought about maybe you might sell it for less than it's worth? There's a million different problems you can come up with. No matter how little they are, find one and get engagement on that and then build on that with, with a series of good questions. But I want you to listen to the recording and, and Certainly, take Bruce's advice. You need to get your USP down and give him an opportunity to speak sooner. And then you need mm -hmm. you need to engage any any opening he gives you. Any problem he says he doesn't have or he does have is, is an opening, and that's a chance for mm -hmm. you to stir stir up a little bit of of pain. 
and then just show them how your the you your service is the solution and that helps people understand more quickly like we can learn a lot from infomercials right you have 90 seconds on late night tv and how many people have ever bought how many people buy that stuff and it's like you know it always starts with a big problem and it's always over dramatized but <laughs> they're showing you a problem that you may or may not have, but they're showing you that problem, and then they show their product as the solution. And it's kind of the, the right. same concept. So these people don't know what they don't know. They haven't. Well, most of them haven't been through this before. They think it's going to be smooth sailing. The attorney's going to do a lot more. And that's oftentimes what prolongs the process literally by months because they eventually realize, oh, crap this is for us, or, oh, crap, family's not going to show up. It's 115 degrees in San Antonio today, and my, my niece is, you know, she's, she was only here half an hour, and she went to Starbucks to get an iced latte. Um, there's all kinds of little problems, but I think you should make that spreadsheet. Make your problem-solution matrix, and that will help you get more clear on a lot of the things you can do to, to help. And that's and a really good idea. Small. So something real real quick, Jim, something as small as, oh, how much time? So we talked about my sister and my niece. How much time are they spending over there? Okay. They could say mm-hmm. not enough or they could say all their time. Both, both are a problem. One's a problem for the sister and the niece and the other is a problem for me because I want, I want it done. So just easy little inter- interjected questions in there that kind of draw me into conversation more would uh, would be beneficial. They don't need to be long and complex and they don't you don't really need to be making big statements. Short questions just dropped in, sprinkled in throughout will cause the PR to start talking. And Danny, but, are you a real are you a realtor and investor or both? Uh, it would be under like investor. Uh, I, I work with Shy and Gabriel. Um, I, I do a lot of the acquisition calls, basically. Yeah, the reason I ask is where where did the where did the ten or fifteen percent charge come from? Is that because I, when I was I was throwing so that was that was just me throwing an uh, a number out there. That wasn't like my like like four yeah or, like number yeah. like out. Yeah, there's an old adage: whoever mentions the number first in negotiations loses. I, I would, I would have, uh, you know, if I was looking at you as a realtor or an investor, and I was on the other end of the phone, I would have taken that as a pretty exorbitant fee. I, I, you would have been better off not to mention the number, in my opinion. Just, you know, it depends on what you need help with. But I don't charge anything until I perform the service and we close. Uh, the other thing, well. Uh, just a good way to answer it is, honestly, it depends. There's so many different ways I can help you. It depends on what you need help with. And uh, But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever whatever I charge, I promise I won't charge you anything until, until you're ready to close. You don't have to come up with any money out of pocket. And, you know, the reality is, I, there, you know, I may just be able to help with a few things and there won't be any charge for it. I mean, every situation is different. With, without being evasive, okay. and that is the reality, you really don't know. But as soon as I heard the 10 or 15%, to me, that was, that was a red flag because, you know, if, if they're looking at you, realtors only charge 6 or 7 and 10 or 15, mm-hmm. just, I, I wouldn't have thrown out any number there. I would have just been vague and let them know it depends on which of my services you need. But the good news is there's no charge 
until I'm able to help you, or there's no and and I don't okay. charge anything until we're ready to close. You know, just be more be more vague. I didn't. I wouldn't have thrown that number out. The other thing I wrote down is kind of interesting, and you sort of self-corrected in the first minute. I think you said man about six times. You know, yeah, man, yeah, yeah man, yeah. And man is very friendly, but um, when you started saying that, I wrote down sir or Bruce, and then towards the end of the call, you started to do that. You started to say Bruce more. You know, yeah, man yeah. is friendly, it's, it's endearing, but when you say it too many times, it just sounds like... It sounds like like, you know, like the, the kids say, well, like before every word. It was just, it, 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 it to me, it made you sound uh, a little less professional, you know, and, I but you, but you sort of, have it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the call, though, you did that. You called him Bruce. And whenever you're tempted to say man, you know, more than once or twice, you know, use the person's name. People love to hear their name. Right. And you Switch did that. You did man. that towards the bra. end of the call. How does What's that, that sound, bra? Switch it up with a bra. Bra. <laughs> bra. <laughs> bra, bra. <laughs> I mean, I'm in Florida. I might, I might just throw it in there. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, dude. Good job. <laughs> Thank all you right. guys so much for all the feedback. I appreciate every one of them. Thank you so much. We, pre we appreciate you stepping up, buddy. No problem. All right. Next up, we have two more in the queue. Uh, we probably have room for one or two more. Hit star six and hit one. Next up is phone number ending in 8213. You're up next. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Excellent. How are you, Good. sir? I'm great. I, I uh, Ready to rumble. Let's see how this goes. All right. You're, is this Sal? <laughs> I, Sal, sorry? this is Sal, right? This is Salvatore, Salvatore. Sal? F Federico yeah, Salvatore. Salvatore. Yeah, Salvatore. Okay, perfect. And so you want to be the I'll, agent or the investor, Salvatore? Yes, yes, please. Yes, the agent, please, and thank you. All right. And which one of you wants it, uh, Chad or Bruce? You want to, Bruce is our coach. You want to stick with Bruce or Chad, do you want to take one? Whoever He's wants to I've give done. the beating. I don't know. I, so <laughs> I've, role played, I've, I've role played with Fed a couple of times, so I'm going to give it to Bruce because I don't think you would. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we have. But that's okay. All right, you ready? All right, let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready. Ring, ring. Hello? Hi, I'm trying to reach Bruce, please. Yeah, this is Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Uh, this is Federico Salvatore. Uh, the reason for my call is I'm actually – I wanted to follow up with you and see if you received the letter I sent you last week. Um, I guess. I, I, I don't know. What, what was it about? Uh, so I have a team of folks here in Los Angeles, and what we do is we specialize in helping people going through the probate process. And as a part of that, we actually go to the county clerk's office every month, and we see which families may need our assistance. Uh, what have you found to be the most challenging uh, thing so far in the probate process? Uh, nothing, really. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, you got me again. You did that to me last week. Um, oh, all right, I'm going. Go. Keep yep. going. Keep going. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you threw me off. 
I'm off. Call him, bro. <laughs> just call him, bro. I'm out. Right, we're going to do, do another one here in just a second. We'll do another one here in just a second. Chad, Sorry. jump in. Jump oh. in. What would you say to that real fast before uh, Federico and I do another one? That you don't need anything? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing at this point. So, Bruce, what's been the toughest thing for you guys so far? Uh, nothing so far. Okay. And how long? How long has it? You've you've had your letters of testamentary since when? Um, couple of weeks, months, maybe. Okay. And obviously, you've published a notice to creditors, and you've you know, you've got a good handle on on getting personal property valued, donated, thrown out. You don't need any help with any of that stuff. Um. I mean, we 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 kind of got got it taken care of at this point. Okay. Um, there's a few things we do for every family. Um, well, assuming they're they're willing to let us help, uh, we try to make sure they never have to go through this again. We try to make sure they have a chance to to expand the generational wealth instead of spend it. And the first thing we try to do is make sure that that their liabilities are covered. And we see many families who don't even realize they have liabilities, and that usually comes with mainly with the real estate. So has your attorney helped you address the liabilities and securing the property, both legally and physically? Uh, um, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. So there is real estate in the estate. Yeah, we got two houses. Okay, and are both occupied or vacant? Um, one, one of them we just had a tenant move out of, and then the other one, um, the other one's where where uh, Grandma lives, and she it, so it's vacant. Okay. Um, unfortunately, a lot of attorneys do overlook. I don't know why it's it's not part of their scope of work, so we make it part of ours. One of the things we try to do with every vacant house is make sure that it's properly posted. Um, so in case somebody does gain access, you don't have to evict them. You can actually arrest them for trespassing. The other thing is we get proper insurance. A lot of folks are surprised to learn when, when we first tell them this, they're shocked. But if the home sits vacant for more than 30 days, it's very likely you don't have insurance. And if there's a loss, even if you're paying the premiums, if you read the fine print. so. I think there's probably two things that I should do for you today, um, just to help you secure the property and to and to protect the asset. Would you agree? Um, what are the, those are the two things? Well, there could be more, but I, those are the two that I I'm, I'm saying it's in your best interest, and you really should do that today. Wouldn't you agree? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have a guy named, I'll pull the tax card for the proper, for both properties, and a guy named David will call you. Um, I, I use him because he's an insurance broker, and he can quote you multiple companies at once. The premium for the vacant policy is typically 30 to 40% higher, uh, but he can bind it within an hour. So we'll, we'll make sure that you're protected. The other thing is, is I can... Uh, Come and bring. Uh, we we have, we keep copies of the state statute for trespassing and no trespassing signs because, literally, if somebody gets in right now, it could be three or four months before. If you are allowed to evict them, it could be three or four months before you even get a court date, and then you could battle them for another three or four months. So, 
if if someone were to gain access to the property, they could if that could draw drag this out for over a year, and you wouldn't have control of of your own property. So, uh, would would today around? I've, I've got an appointment from twelve to one, a lunch appointment. But after let's say around one thirty, would you be able to meet me at the house and let me inside to put put it inside the window? Well, I, I live I live like an hour and a half away, so uh, I'm not really okay. Sure is there that, is there a caretaker? Yeah. Me. Okay. Um, would you rather mail me a key, or would you give me permission to gain access so I can secure the house? Um, I, I think I'd I think I'd rather mail you a key. Okay. Um, I'll yeah. send you a label. Um, that, and thank you for giving me the address just now. I'll spare everybody that part. But uh, yeah. what I'll do, I'll send you a label right now from from UPS and or excuse me USPS, and that'll be an overnight express. Uh, if you could just drop that key, uh, if it's okay with you, just so I'm not in possession of the key, I'd like to put a combination lockbox on the property, and it's a secure lockbox. You and I are the only ones that will have the code. Is that okay with you if I do that rather than mailing the key back? Leave a copy well, here in case somebody else needs what, access. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I don't. I don't really know you. Uh, maybe. Maybe I should. Maybe we should meet. I mean, this is this is good and all, but I don't know if I want a key floating around. Could I? Uh, maybe we could meet. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, at what time do you think you could come down tomorrow? <laughs> I. Uh, um, I could probably. I could probably get there by like five or six. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I'm free anytime in that window. So you want to just shoot for five thirty or six o'clock? Um, let's uh, let's say six. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, yeah. we'll see you over there at uh, at six. And just so, can I verify the property property address, Bruce? Both of them. Uh, yeah. The um, one is one two three Main Street in um, Raleigh, and the other is um, four five six Elm Street in um, Wake Forest. Okay, and this is your cell phone? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm gonna have a guy named David call you probably within the next hour. I'll pull the tax cards and get him all the information on the property so he can go ahead and get you a quote ready from multiple companies. And as long as you're comfortable with the premium and the policy, just say yes, hand him a credit card or you know mail him a, if you if you wanna mail him a check from the estate's bank account. <clears throat> excuse me, um, then that policy will go into effect immediately and then we'll take care of securing it from a legal legal aspect tomorrow. And, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, since we're going to be meeting tomorrow, I'll, I'll spare you the explanation of other things we can do to help. We'll just talk about that when we, when we meet tomorrow afternoon. Sound good? Um, yeah, okay. All right, well, thanks for taking my call, Bruce. I uh, look forward to meeting you tomorrow. All right. Thanks. So um, I'm oh, gonna. I'm gonna be more uh, of a jump stick in. in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. So one thing that I really like. It's funny because I was talking with my business partner locally um, about sticks in the mud. So that blah, just total total blah personality. Um, and we were we were literally just discussing this today. And a lot of times um, when you get that personality, they're they're blah because they are um, not a leader. Um, they're probably exhausted, 
and they need someone to completely take charge. And it's pretty rare that the blah personality is blah because um, because they're 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 a take charge leader. So and and, and it could be their circumstances, but when you um, when you run into that, um, that's kind of an open open window to go ahead and take take control. Um, go for the appointment earlier. And that's sort of the one the one rule that I, I don't mind. Uh, a lot of times I won't close for an appointment in the first. Um, several minutes of a conversation, but if they're if they're like like I am, just a complete stick in the mud, just go ahead and take charge. Ask for the appointment. Tell them because they're they're probably not going to resist you a whole lot. And I gave you. I was trying to feel that out. Like so, I, I felt like you were a complacent procrastinator that needed leadership more than anyone because you're going to sit on your hands and do nothing for the next six months. So with the how long has it been since you got the letters testamentary? Had you have you had you gone a defensive route, I would have taken you a different different direction. But you're just like ho hum, and so then that's when I I was like, okay, we've got we've got a probate quicksand guy. Let's stir up some pain, and mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think it was really realistic. That's how they work. So, yep. Sorry, Fed. We just took your role play, man. All, all good. All good. Sounded much better than mine. <laughs> you want to take you, another uh, shot at it? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. I guess. Yeah, no worries. Okay. Might as well. The only way you learn, right? All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi. I'm trying to reach Bruce, please. Uh, yeah, this is Bruce. Uh, good morning, Bruce. How are you? Uh, my name is Federico Salvatore. I actually got your number from the county clerk's office in the probate court. Um, I have a team here locally and here in Los Angeles that helps families in probate, and we try to reach out as soon as possible to see what challenges you may be facing at the moment. What have you found to be most challenging? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit. I'm going to go into an appointment here in a couple of minutes, um, but uh, nothing, nothing yet. We're good. Okay, and uh, may I ask you this, is there any property in the estate that um, that you need help with? Is there any type of repairs or any any clearing out of personal property? Is what, what's uh, what's going on? Is the, who who else is involved in probate with you? That's uh, just me. Um, I mean, we we got a we got a couple of houses in the estate, but um, we're not really ready to do anything with those right now. I uh, just haven't gotten there yet. Okay, and uh, with the, with these houses, are these houses vacant or are they owner occupied? Um, yeah, well, uh, neither. One, well, actually, one's vacant, and um, I've got two rentals. Okay, and how long has the vacant uh, property been been vacant for? Um, about uh, two months and a week um, since my brother passed. Got it. Okay, and I understand. And the the reason why I ask is um, a lot of times um, has is there an attorney involved? By the way, yeah, our attorney. He's doing a good job. Okay, good. And actually, we we work with uh, with a lot of attorneys. Um, we actually um, take on where the the attorney leaves off. Uh, see the uh, legal part of the probate process accounts for about 25% of the probate, meaning that the remaining 75% is then left in your hands. Now, the reason why I was saying this is also 
I take it. The has the attorney helped you uh, change the homeowner uh, homeowner insurance to a vacant policy yet? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think I think so. We did we did something with insurance and my insurance agent um, a couple of months ago. Okay, so you you would uh, you would know if you have a home insurance uh, policy if the quote that you've been paying, I take it you you saw the previous bills. Um, if the new insurance policy is around 30 to 40 percent higher than the previous premium. Um, I would definitely look into that because if a property is vacant and you have a standard home insurance policy, what happens is that in the unlikely but possible event that there's either a break-in or a fire or anything, uh, the home insurance policy won't cover you, especially right now home insurance policies are investigating absolutely everything. So if you don't have a home insurance, a vacant home insurance policy, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that you're protecting your assets. Yeah. I, I, I think I think I do, but I can check into that. I'll make sure I do. Okay. And um, as far as the, the three properties in general, are there any type of repairs or maintenance that you need assistance with? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, uh, oh, assistance? Um, no. I um, I think I think I'm okay. I, I do have some repairs and maintenance on two of them. Um, the one that my uh, brother lived in, and then one of the rentals needs. <sighs> yeah, needs a lot, but. Um, uh, we just haven't gotten there yet. What uh, what kind of problems are you are you facing with those properties? Um, well, I wouldn't call any of them problems, but uh, you know, I, my brother didn't didn't take very good care of his tenant. I'm surprised they even stayed. I wouldn't live in that piece of crap. Um, the uh, other one, there there were just some plumbing leaks and maintenance, kind of, you, you know, typical landscaping and and that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I really don't know what you can help me with. I, I just hadn't quite gotten to the point where I'm ready to take care of the properties yet. I understand. Uh, and it sounds like it's been uh, an extra headache that you probably don't want to be dealing with at the moment, especially, you know, being stuck at home, <laughs> COVID, all that stuff. Um, so I understand how you feel. Um, and a lot of the families that we worked with felt the same way, and what they found is that they actually, when they allow us to give them a helping hand, we actually facilitate the process and take a lot of that weight off their shoulders. Um, as, as a matter of fact, what I could do for you now, uh, which could help, you know, while you, you decide what you want to do, is I can actually have uh, one of my plumbers and landscapers, I could uh, go out to the property with them, uh, take a look, see what needs to be done, and then we could just reach out to you and see uh, what next steps you'd like to take. Um, I could also go and take a look at the vacant property if you'd like so that we can um, explore some options, whichever option you'd like, whether it's to sell it off or fix and flip or, you know, uh, make some repairs, keep it long-term, rent it out. Um, how does that sound to you? Um, I guess that sounds all right. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I don't know if we're going to sell it or not. I, I don't know. We, I've got to sit down with my financial planner and kind of come up with a plan. We just haven't done it yet. I'm supposed to do that in a few weeks. Um, I mean, I don't want you wasting your time and running out there and taking people to the to the property when I'm not even ready to, to decide anything right now. Well, okay, so I understand you, you were saying you're probably walking into a meeting 
uh, sometime soon. So um, how about I can actually get you in touch with one of our financial advisors. We actually make sure that we try, we try to make sure that families are able to extend their, their wealth. And um, so we can actually get you in touch with a financial planner of our own. I have And one. we can I actually, okay. Okay, no problem. I got, I got a good um, friend. I'm not switching. Okay. No problem. Not not trying to get you to switch here. Um, well, how how does this sound? I can put together a list of options. So whichever option you decide to go with, whether it is to keep the property or to sell it, uh, to fix it, repair it, and sell it for top dollar, or to sell it for a quick cash offer, at least that way you have your plan of action in front of you. And when you're ready, I'd be more than happy to 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 help you in whichever whichever direction you'd like to go with. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I'm lost. I don't know where to go. <laughs> All right, we'll break. <clears throat> we'll break there. So Thank you you. you brought it around, and you you mentioned the cash cash offer. Bruce gave you a the ultimate slow pitch. Like he he took a deep sigh as he talked about that property and what what a pain it was. But then yeah. he retreated right back into his comfort zone, and you let him. Okay. And he okay. was he was showing he was showing you like his frustration with that property, and you should have you should, that should have been a red flag, and be like, oh, I got I got a point. And there, okay. it's like, so Bruce, help me understand, Bruce. I mean, what it it sounds like it might just be easier for you to just get rid of that house, wouldn't you agree? And get the okay. affirmation, and then you say, I can make you an offer, or what if I could? What if I bring you a cash offer? Uh, can we meet tomorrow for coffee? Or can we meet tomorrow to look at the house? I'll bring my investor with me, or I'll make you an offer on the spot. And you could start that relationship by, by solving. It seemed to me the biggest problem you were able to stir up was the pain of that house, and it was obvious. It is obvious that he's not doing anything about it. He's just sitting there in the discomfort. And like when you 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 know you make him talk about it, and then he retreats back to his comfort zone. So you had a great opportunity to buy that house, or to get mm -hmm. it for one of your investors, and you had a great excuse okay. to get over there and meet him face to face, so you can get the other two. So that was one opportunity you missed. I want you to you really pay attention to the signals people are showing you on the phone. That deep sigh, I'm guessing was was intentional. Bruce was really in character, mm -hmm. but. I think he meant to show you that, um, but you you eventually came around to it. But it was a much weaker delivery because you had already you were unra the conversation was unraveling, and you were looking for some some point to not let him go, and you offered him that. But if you yeah. could have conversationally said, "Wow, it really sounds like selling that house might be the best thing for you guys," wouldn't you agree? And if you get a yes, then boom, yeah. there you go. You're, because he's he's obviously not he's had plenty of time to do something and he hasn't and letting him sit in his probate quicksand isn't serving him so grab him by the hand and pull his ass out of it and say let's meet over at the house and take a look at these things okay you know also, also what I go ahead finish it. You, you could bring your contractor with you without asking um, and and have, you know, say, listen, I, I hope, hope you don't mind. I, I brought Mike with me. Um, he, he does all my contract stuff. So what we're going to do, is, you know, I'd like to walk through the home with Mike. Uh, he, can, he can leave afterwards. But regardless of whether I buy this home or, or I help, help you find somebody else to, you'll at least have a contractor estimate that you didn't have to come and set up a separate appointment for. 
So I would surprise him with a little bit more value when I showed up. Yeah, and I, I, I like that. I may have I may have missed it, but after he shot you down about uh, bringing your contractors over and having the correct insurance, I felt like he gave you a couple opportunities to to offer to secure the vacant home. And I don't I don't think you you went there, did you? Did I miss it, or did, I don't think you mentioned that? I don't believe I did. Yeah, because that was a perfect opportunity. A lot of people are more attracted from moving away from pain than towards pleasure. And this guy, you know, Bruce was being a little bit of a stick in the mud. And the avoidance of what could happen if he doesn't do something might have gotten his attention. I, I felt like you missed that opportunity a couple times. And that was that was something that, you know, that was like a third shot you could have taken that may have worked. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I only brought up the uh, that we needed to do the the vacant policy, but I didn't talk about securing the home. You're correct. Thank you. Right. Sure. The persona that I was giving was that of a very busy person that's getting pulled in a million directions. You know, people are popping in. Hey, we got to meet. You ready? I'm talking to them, muffled in the background. Um, you know, it sounds like you are a really busy guy, right? Yeah, man. Um, I'm slammed. Um, it, you probably are not going to have time to um, take care of all the things over at the house that need to be taken care of for a while, are you? No. No. Mm. I, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm pretty slammed. Okay. Um, if you could wave a magic wand, what, um, what, what, what would you not take care of if it just disappeared? Oh, Okay. Uh, now, now all of a sudden, I'm telling you what uh, what I'd like to not have to deal with because of my schedule. I like so that a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know if you get a lot of people like that, but I've had the people that I can tell that they are just completely rushed. They're muffling in the background. They're talking to people. Someone's walking into their office. They're they got picked because they're the most together person in their family, and uh, they they really are begrudgingly PRs, and it goes to one of my agents um, told me he cleaned out his aunt's house, and he told me after he got finished cleaning it out as the PR, he said, hey, if you ever hate someone in your family, make them the PR for your estate. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's definitely a person that, um, that you... That, that you will run into sometimes, and sometimes you just you just ask them the magic wand question. Hey, you know, it sounds like you're super busy. Uh, empathic statement. Um, they're probably going to say, yeah, pretty pretty slammed. Okay, you know, I know I'm not going to keep you very long, but if you could just wave one magic wand and get rid of a couple of the responsibilities, what would those be? Okay, I like that a lot. Thank nice. you. Truly appreciate it. Thank you for giving me a round Definitely. two as well. By the way, thank you. <laughs> All right, Jim, you there? Yeah, we have one more in the queue. Are, are Bruce and uh, Chad, are you a little bit going? Are you okay going a few minutes over today, or do you have to leave right at 2? At 3, I mean. I have to leave it. I, I have a 3 o'clock. All right, well, let's take the last one. Bruce and I will handle it if, if we're not done in eight minutes. Uh, last up this week is phone number ending in 9442. You're up last. All right. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm Travis. Um I'm, I'm so excited to speak to y'all again. I think I had an appointment with Bruce. Um, I think two, about two, three weeks ago, Bruce, we had did a yes, uh, role play call. You remember? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good news. Good news. Good news. Well, I want to roll, but before I roll, um, I have great news. Um, first, my first great news is 
I, this was amazing. I have an appointment with a, with an attorney, a local attorney, Friday at one o'clock, and I was listening to when you all um, weekly. Um, I know I was listening to the to the meeting I had with the attorney. He had said that um, most attorney want to meet in the evening time, and I was amazed when he said at one o'clock. But I have an appointment with him at one, and I have a four hundred thousand dollar listing that I signed yesterday. So all right. Yes, this is going to be wonderful. Please come on our mastermind call and share that story. You'll probably get the win of the week. Are you available tomorrow afternoon? I am. I am right now, yes. All right. Please come on, and I'll call on you for sure. Congratulations. That's great. So you want to roll, you want to be the you, you want to be the agent with Bruce, or do you want to you do you want him to be? Um, yeah, I want to be the um, I want to be the agent. Okay. All right. Call Bruce. Hi, um, Ray Ray. Um, hello. <laughs> Can I speak with Bruce? Uh, yeah. Bruce. Hey, Bruce. I'm glad. I'm glad I caught you, Bruce. Um, my name is Travis. I'm just sitting out in my office, and I mean, I don't know. I sent you a mailer, a piece of mail. Um, I guess about a couple, a couple weeks ago, and I just want to follow up with you and see that you receive it and that you understand why we sent. It. Uh, Travis, uh, Travis too. I got a lot of mail. What, uh, Travis, what's your last name? Well, boy, my name is Travis Moss, and I sent mine in a pretty green envelope. You couldn't have missed it. Christmas around oh, yeah. and I wanted to brighten up today. Yeah, trying to buy my house. Uh, well, no, nah, not actually. Not actually. Um, we don't buy houses, but we do actually help you out with any problems that you may have. So, <laughs> I have a team of people right here in Covington, Georgia. And we have families that go on through the probate process. So we go down to the clerk house, um, to the courthouse every month and meet with the clerk. And she shows us the families that may need our help. And she showed us, she showed us yours. So we try to reach out. And if they, if, if we lived in, um, Maryland and if there was one thing that I could completely take off your plate that you did not have to deal with, what would that be? Well, I, I, I got to tell you, our attorney's kind of handling things so far. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, uh, I think he's going to take care of all of it. Oh man, that sounds so good. I was expecting that. Oh, okay. Why? And the reason why I say that, uh, because the reason why I say that, I right, well listen. Um, something that I hear ten out of ten of my best clients, they say that, and nine out of ten of them same clients, they they call me back within two weeks, and when they realize that that they have a lot of expo- exposure that the attorney did not cover for them. For them, so if you got two minutes of your time, I can make sure I can check with you and make sure your family is protected. Um, protected for what? What? What do we need protected from? Is this your first time going through probate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I kind of figured that, and the reason why I say that. Just a quick story. Um, I went through this myself in 2010 when my grandmother died. And three things I did wrong, three things I learned. One thing is I took my truck. I went through two, three contractors, and I wasted a lot of money trying to go through and find people that did not obviously treat me right and wanted to steal my house like you feeling that I'm trying to do to you. But a couple of things I learned is that sometimes you do have to trust people, and I put together a team over the last 10 years. I mean, and um, I mean, this, this team is wonderful. And one of my main, one of my main team members is probably attorney. And I see that your paper, probably attorney James, James Warren. I mean, I haven't actually worked with him, but I did speak with him, and I mean, he's great at what he do. So, is there anything that you're struggling with right now? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, I'm, 
Okay. Not, not, not right now. Okay. And our business do not – our business complements the attorney business. So I'm not calling to take you away from him or him away from you. But the fact of the matter is that your attorney only handles 25% of the work. And let me and, and let me guess, who do you think the other 75% is, is left up to? Uh, I guess probably me. Yeah, I, I think so. So well, But that's okay. Know, I mean, it's, it's manageable, though. Yeah. All right. Well, where in the seventy-five percent that you have to do, do you kind of understand on the stimulation and kind of what you are allowed to do and not allowed to do? I know um, the COVID thing is going on right now, and I know the court court the court backlog is backed up right now, and um, it's so much going on. So, do you understand what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do right now? Um. I yeah, I think so. We're probably just gonna. Um, Probably just, I mean, we're just cleaning the house out. Are we not supposed to do that? So who's cleaning up the house? I am. Me and my Wow. Kid. Okay, wow. Um, I know it's COVID right now. A lot of people not working. I mean, are you not working? Uh, no, I got a job. Okay. Uh-huh. And your kids, uh, I'm, 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 I'm assuming they're like 10 or 12. Um, you kind of putting them to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're 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 in college. They're just coming down on the weekends. Wow, well, they're really smart kids, then. Well, and the reason why I say that, um, depending depending on family to come over to stay at two o'clock in the morning and clean the house, and especially on weekends, it's almost impossible. We have a team of people, and one of our main team members is a cleanout crew. And when I tell you that I have worked, I have worked with this cleanout crew. Over the last ten years, maybe I mean maybe a, maybe a hundred times, and they clean, they come over, they broom sweep the house, so that you don't have to lift a finger. Now there's plenty of ways that I see that I can help you. Um, it all start with just sitting down with you for about five minutes and just kind of understanding your situation, understanding your goals, and and kind of laying out a plan for you. Is there any um, personal items in their state, or they defending their own anything? Um, yeah, so for a lot of lot of personal items. Okay. Like, so, um, five, five, um, why can't you? Can you just give me the plan now? Well, sure, I can give you the plan now. If, if that's if that what you would like, I know that you ain't got much time, and I mean to go through the plan, it probably take thirty minutes of time. Do you have much time to give me? Uh, oh, um, no, not right now. Okay, I, I thought so. And the items, that, and the items that you had in the estate. I mean, what the family left was it like? Um, it was dirt bikes and four wheelers and um and go cars and and, and and pianos and stuff like that. <laughs> no, um, no, we do have a couple of bicycles, but no, no, none of that. Great, great, great. We just we just got some stuff we're going to divide up among the families is all. Okay, all right. And one reason why I say that, I mean, I got a historical teacher on my team, and I mean, whatever you any questions that you may have that you think I don't know if you ever spoke with a um, historical teacher, but he can come over and all the items that you have, he can come over and. I mean, they're pricing for you and tell you what they would sell for. Now, I think, do you mind if I give you a small recommendation? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, well, cool. Now, one thing that I recommend to every, to every family, have you had your letters of testamentary yet? Um, my, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, is that okay. what the court gave me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. I got that. All right. So with with the personal items in the house, I know that you said that you and the children are cleaning it out right now. But I mean, what's your what's your plan for it? Um, 
do you plan on cleaning it out and keeping those items? Or would you like to um would you like to get top dollar for those items so you can put that money back into the estate? And maybe use that money to um get max 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 amount of um proceeds from the house. I don't know. They're kind of sentimental to us. Um, uh, we're probably going to keep, keep most of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, that sounds good. Um, how about two things that I said going forward? That every other, that every conversation I have going forward, um, two things that I will not let slide by me again. That I let slide. That I did let slide by me the last few months, and I written. I really regret it. Um. So the house is vacant right now, right? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Now, I have right here sitting in front of me is a stack of no trespassing signs and the statutes. If you want me to, I can come over. I mean, I can come. I can be over there in the next 60 minutes, and I can come put them signs up for you. And the reason why I said that, that, I, that I want to do that for you, I have seen a horror story that I don't really want to tell you about. It kind of scares you if you ask me. But I've seen a horror story um, probably it's about three months ago with the Warrens family. And when I tell you that they called me and they was devastated because they had some squatters moving the house, and they called the police out, and the police could not make them move. And they were stuck there, and they had to go through. They had to go through. Um, they had to go through the eviction to get them out, and they still haven't got them out yet to this day. Now, one thing that they could have did to mediate that, so that they could, they didn't have to go through that, was put up these signs. Now, if them signs had been up and the statutes had had been in the window, the chef would have came out, grabbed them out of the air, and completely threw them out. Now, if you don't mind, I can have those signs up for you in the next thirty minutes. Um, there, there, there. Are what kind of signs? There's no, there's no trespassing, pr- private property, um, signs and the statutes to go with oh, it. Oh man, aren't those things yes, kind of tacky? Yes. No, they're not. Actually, we got these in a pretty red, a pretty red sign. The house is vacant right now, but what really matters, what really matters is the liability and the protection that it offers you. If somebody comes on that property, and God forbid, and I, I mean, I'm glad I haven't had this happen yet, but if somebody come on that property and trip themselves up or fall or anything was to happen, I mean, that's a big liability, and you could possibly be sued. So we we need to get rid of that right now. So if you don't mind, I want to, and I can be over there in 30 minutes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Go, um, Do we go know ahead. what? Call it done. Yeah. yeah, call it done. I'll be over there in 30 minutes, and I'm going to put the signs up. Um, so we that's done. Last let last thing, um, the insurance on the property. Have your attorney help you switch over the um insurance to a vacant home policy? Um No, but but let me let me ask you a question. I'm I'm not um so you talk about team. What what is it uh um I, I appreciate the help. I appreciate it very much, but talk about your team. I'm I'm not even really sure. How much do you charge for this? Why why are you doing this? Ah, oh, that's so awesome. You know what? Um, I actually smile when you ask me that. And I think the reason why I smile when you ask me that because I don't get I don't get paid for this. Um, but what I do get is gratification. And I, what I do get is uh, I don't know about that. Yes. So what I do get is gratification and what I do get is a warm and friendship. So all these people on my team, it's it's it is an in house team. Um now I don't get tar- I don't charge a dime up front. And we we've been on the phone now for ten minutes. I have another appointment in about ten minutes, but I haven't asked you for a dime up front, and I would not. Um, but I am a real estate I am a real estate agent, and I do help people sell. I do help people sell their property. So on down the road, if I provide you enough value, and if you see that I am a worthy person and I am honest, and I did do all the things that I promised, I mean I'm quite sure that you would think about me 
if you were to choose to list the house, right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we're probably going to list in a couple okay. of months. Okay, all right, well, cool. So if I do get if I do get five cents off of the deal, it would be on selling the real estate. Everything else, it just referrals. So my team of people, I mean, they're the best people in the world. And I work with them, um, and they are, they're excited to work with me because they like having other people themselves. So I have time this evening around 5 o'clock, and I can come over there. I'm, a, I'm actually going to put the signs up now in about 30 minutes. Could you um, meet me at that property, or could you meet me at 5 o'clock? It's up to you. Uh, I, I'll, um, I won't be getting off work till about 6. Um, a different day would be about better, six? though. Yeah, right. but a different day would be better. I got I got a, a busy schedule t tonight. Okay. Now that that house. One more question before I let you go. That house. Um, as you think about selling that house, or maybe turning into investment, or maybe keeping it in a in the estate, or maybe keeping it for a long term investment. What's your plan? Uh, no, we're going to be selling. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be selling. Okay. And you said there are yeah. items in the house that the house need um clearing out is there any repairs that need to be done uh yeah there's a couple of things where i don't think we're going to do any of that though okay all right sounds good well you know what i see i mean i mean i mean i see so many ways that we can help you out and my team is your team so i'm gonna go put these i'm gonna go put these signs up in about 30 minutes the signs will be up and every lot any liability that, that could ever come against you in that property will be excluded because of these signs that I'm putting up, and you will be fully protected. I'm going to have my um, legal attorney, his name is John. He will be calling you. I uh, see so you at work right now, so I'll tell him to call you tomorrow. This is a good time. Ooh, we and have an normally, attorney. Yeah, I have an attorney. Yeah, yeah, we have an attorney. Okay. Well, yeah. no way. I'm sorry about that. I mean the uh, insurance company, my insurance company. I'm sorry about that. I said John. I actually oh. was just talking to John. I was just talking to John. My fault. But Chad, anyway, but Chad, he's my insurance, and um, he can call you tomorrow, I guess around 5 o'clock. He can kind of explain to you the insurance policy and uh, why you need it and the pricing on it. Mm, um, I mean, we have insurance, too, but, uh, yeah, no, that's that's fine. He can call me. Well, no, you had said that you all do not have a um, vacant home insurance policy. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's right. Um, well, we have insurance. I, I got an insurance agent. So vacant home insurance, okay. Yeah, just tell him to give me a call. Yeah, I want to tell him, tell him to give a call so he can explain it to you. Have any questions about that? And um, well, yeah, I'll be over there in thirty minutes. We gonna um, we can call it done. And hopefully, um, hopefully, if you can make it by the house, you say yeah, you say you at work. Can you make it uh, at the house again tomorrow at six? Yeah, I can get over there at six. Okay. All right. Well, I meet you at six o'clock. I'm gonna bring out. I have a wonderful plan that I would like to show you, and a few things that I think that you would really like. So I meet you at six o'clock tomorrow. Um, All right. Sold. <laughs> Listed and sold. Right. <laughs> you want to go first, Good, uh, Bruce, or you want me to? Yeah. Um, so uh, a couple of things. Um, be slightly, you know, when someone starts to give you too much um, affirmation, um, you know, you probably want to go back and and ask some questions about um, about why um, why they're giving that affirmation. Don't challenge them, but hey, what is it? What is it about that that you like? Okay, what is it about that 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 would make your life easier? 
um, because what you want to do is you want to make sure that they're not just being a yes person with no intent of following through with the appointment. So um, the, the, the I wasn't giving you a ton of resistance there, but um, how many times have we had a conversation, hung up, and been like, Man, that was amazing, and then been no-showed at the appointment? So right. um, kind of getting them to sell themselves on the benefit of why they're meeting with you is going to be is going to be a positive thing because I, I could have just been like oh yeah no resistance no resistance and then and then just vanished on you um, so I would have probably said oh that's 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 great news what what is it um, what is it that's gonna what is it about this that could make your life easier and get me to start selling myself on it okay okay um, okay. Otherwise, um, uh, Jim, you go. Uh, I'll probably come. Yeah, up. boy, I'll tell you, I got a list of things you did very well. You have great energy and enthusiasm. I feel like that's mm -hmm. just natural. That's just who you are. Um, one thing you did that is very rare. I think you. A I know you ask a lot more questions than you did than you made statements. You didn't make it. You mm -hmm. you you did you ask a good question. And then you'd follow up with the statement, then you'd ask another good question. That, that's very rare. You also did a really good job, I felt like, of using stories to sell both your own and a good story from, uh, you know, instead of just vaguely saying, you know, what a lot of my clients, you know, feel like. You gave a specific story from your own past and from their past. I thought that was great. You did a really good job, too, of um, what you, the what you charge thing. You just sort of made it. You know, first it was unbelievable. Well, I don't, I just do this for fun. And then you sort of kiddingly said, hey, if I make a nickel on it, you know, here's how I get paid. But by the time you told me that you were a realtor and you might get a commission, I mean, that just seemed more than fair to me. Um, the one critique I would have, you, you ever heard the old expression, when somebody sold, quit selling? You, 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 you had them sold and you had the appointment and you kept going with additional things you could do. I would, I would save those for, I would have wrapped sooner and said, okay, great. There's a couple other things that I can help you with, but I'll, we'll, I'll share that with you when we get together. Cause I forget what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Because at the end there, when you said I'll have the attorney call it, and actually you did a good job recovering from that, you know, just, oh, I was just talking to him. I meant Chad. I mean that was fine, but I felt like you could have you could have ended it sooner and just deferred the additional ways face to face. You know, once you had the appointment. But overall, man, great job. How, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been making hey, the calls? You know what? Everything you all saying is right. And when I had, when I talked to Bruce last week, probably two weeks ago, Bruce said the same thing. And I do have a lot okay. of energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good yes, thing. Yes, I do. Um, so I have I've been making the calls since about maybe three months, and I do listen to these calls all day long. And yeah, so well, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not surprised that you got deals already. Like I said, great great job. I think that was one of the better ones I've heard in a long time. And, and please they, come on our master mastermind call tomorrow. Go ahead. No, they, Go they, ahead. You had another. I went on. Yeah, the point mm -hmm. I went on when I got to listen. Now when I when I talked with him, you know, he was kind of he was a kind of arrogant guy and. Uh, you know, it's, it was a big listing. It was a, a kind of arrogant guy. So when I went to the appointment, when I left that appointment, I was so happy because I said, "Wow, 
I looked them in his eye. We shook, we shook hand, and there was this total empathy. And I mean, and, and and he had said himself, he said, "Travis, two people came before you," and he said, "No way possible am I talking to anybody else." And he signed. And I, yep. I split the paper open. He signed it, and that was it. Awesome. Well, congratulations, man. You, you're gonna you these uh, two appointments, the deal and the appointment you have is going to be the first of many. I think you did a great job. Thanks for participating. We appreciate it. And uh, we've gone a bit. Oh, thank you. We've gone a bit over today, and almost everybody is still here. I want to end this call like I always do. I want to thank all of you for being here. I want to particularly thank the uh, several people that actively participated. Not only participated, but they took the active role of agent or investor. That takes a lot of guts, and we appreciate you. We hope you learn from it. And I want to challenge each of you on this call. Take one idea, one technique. One thing you heard today that inspired you, go out and put it into practice and come back every Thursday and share the results with the group. We will talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. Make it a great day. Stay healthy. Stay stay protective. (laughs) Stay productive. (laughs) And we will talk to you soon, guys. Take care.